Hello, Ambush, and welcome to this episode of the Desert Tiger Podcast. I am your host of the DTP. I am Colton G, and today on the show, we're joined by Matthew Zeitler as we talk his new single, Love's Dead. Oh yes, a Matthew Zeitler. A singer-songwriter with over six a million career streams joins us today to tell us how this new track, Loves Dead, is kicking off a new era, a new wave of sound for Matthew Zeitler, and we're going to talk about the process, the six-year journey of building this sound from crafting some of his early tracks to being able to collaborate with a variety of different artists leading up into this new single which we're also going to be playing for you here today we're gonna dive into the story of how it was created how it was crafted and of course it is only the beginning which means that Matthew has so much more coming your way. And we are going to speak today also about an upcoming collection, an EP that Matthew is currently putting together for you, the listeners, his fans to listen to, to jam out, to have a good time, all that wonderful things, and we're going to get all the wonderful details that we can get for you here today all of this all of this and so much more in today's conversation with a matthew zeitler and it's all brought to you today by desert because that is where you go to copy yourself something to represent the d t and show your love everywhere that you go. Yes, it's that easy. DesertTigerMerch.com Oh yeah. And now, now I think it's about time that we dove into that conversation with Matthew Zeitler. Let's go! The Desert Tiger Podcast. I'm fantastic. How are you doing today, Matthew? I'm, I'm great. The song drops at 12 a.m. tonight, so it's a, it's a pretty good day. Ooh, yes, yes. It's uh, always got to be exciting on that precipice, the verge of a new exploration, a new adventure coming out to the world. Yeah. Super excited for it. Awesome, awesome. Well, I'm very excited to dive behind this new track here, Love's Dead, what it means to you, and of course, some of the uh, rest of your musical journey here today. I'm, <laughs> I'm good whenever. All right, all right. So, I mean, first off, I think I want to start off with um, this process, because from like what I can read, you've been building and crafting your sound for about six years now yeah. so what has this process been like what have the ingredients that have gone into this been so um i started making music like when i was probably like 17 so i'm like uh 
a lot of artists like they'll be like oh yeah i was playing guitar i was playing piano since i was like a child you know but um for me it was like i didn't know i liked music until i knew i liked music right so it was like all like i remember one day i walked downstairs and i saw my brother um had just gotten fl studio which is like a, a digital audio workstation um program so he was just messing around on it and i was like oh that looks like a ton of fun like you know like like let me try so i got it and then just started like making beats and like they were they were really bad but <laughs> but like i loved it and just started building that and building that and it was like for a while i i thought i was going to be like a dj like that's what i wanted to do i was like i'm going to be like i'm going to be like the next martin garrix or something right so <laughs> so i started uh just creating these really bad edm beats but again i thought they were cool and like that's what counts so kept building it up and then eventually i was like well why why shouldn't i sing on my tracks why shouldn't i write stuff because i would listen to like a lot of my influences and just be like man like they're saying really cool stuff i want to do that too so i kind of just i i never i uh, i never had like a vocal background like any vocal lessons or i never had um like any writing lessons or anything i but i was always good at english and stuff and i liked like physically writing like whatever but uh i kind of just dove into it and fell in love with it and then yeah like i made the most improvements in my sound probably in the last year like all those six years like like literally five of them were still like figuring stuff out and then in the past year i really started to like figure out what worked for me and and what kind of sounded good for my voice Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And that's it is sometimes you need to lay down the, that foundation, those yeah. stepping stones in order to actually reach that point with you, what you're comfortable with, what you're creating enough to let it out into the world. Yeah, for sure. So, of course, there were a few tracks that were released before your first initial singles. So those first stepping stones, what was it like to let those out? So. Uh, the first song I ever got on Spotify, uh, I was just releasing songs for fun on SoundCloud. And then mainly like I had this obsession with just making like little like one minute songs that were like, that was it. It was just like a minute and I post them on Instagram, like just that was it. And and like it was just for fun because I like to just think of a new idea and start it and not really have to spend so much time on one song because I didn't really have the capability, I guess, to at the time to fully complete mix and master like a proper song so i just made these short little one minute songs and um in like late 2018 so like uh, i think it was like probably november 2018 um one of uh my good friends now but at the time like i i didn't even know who he was but he messaged me on soundcloud his name's uh luca and he's he's like artist name is neptune and he was he told me like oh yeah like yo you have like a a great voice like let's make a song i can get it on spotify and at the time i had like no clue that you could just get songs on spotify like i didn't didn't know about distro kit or any of that stuff so i was super excited uh like by that and we put together this song called illusion and i remember like i think it ended up doing like it did like 20k streams or something and like not too long and i you know for me that was a huge deal at the time because i was like i was dropping songs on instagram and getting like maybe my follow like half my followers to like maybe listen to it and i was like this is super cool and so i kind of just i kind of just put out music like it was like they were completed songs but they they weren't like my best work obviously but you're right like they were they were stepping stones and i collaborated with a lot of artists like just making um 
various songs that were a little bit different in style a lot of indie pop and then like even even like a deep house record called runaway love and those songs like took off like they were getting like you know over a million streams and i was just like oh okay like now now we have this project and i'm like okay like now now i can't release music for like six months because we were just really working on on this new direction and and tonight when love's dead drops that'll be like kind of the first song where people are going to hear me sing in this way that I've never sung in before and just like this sound that's totally new. So I'm excited for that. Awesome. All right. All right. So you mentioned working with various co-writers and producers, collaborations. So how important was that to learning those key final steps to polishing yourself to get to this point? I think um, like working with other people kind of just opened me up to like sounds and, and beats that like I wouldn't normally I guess produce myself and a lot of it like helped me realize how much I, I really love songwriting and and how I've always like I started off as a producer and I still produce all my demos for my songs everything's like before it, it goes to my producer AJ Healy like I, I do everything myself um, including tracking the vocals in my home studio so it was kind of like it, it kind of showed me how much I loved songwriting because they would send me like a half finished song already and just be like, can you write to this? I'm like, yeah, I can write to this. And I just, you know, write a full song. And then like they would they'd be like, oh, this is super cool, you know, and they would uh, just kind of polish up the like the sound, like the, the uh, production and stuff that like stuff that like I'm OK with doing and I enjoy doing. But but I definitely love songwriting way more. Like that's, that's what I want to do fully. Like uh, I want to write my own songs. I want to sing my own songs, like all that stuff. Right. So it kind of like helped me realize how much I love that. And just also like how much I just love the process of just working with other people and, and just sharing ideas. And like, it'll like, you know, like no matter what happens along the way, when the end song comes out, if, if the end result is good, you're just like, okay, it was worth it. Like everything, everything's great. Allows you more time to focus on the lyrics and the song yeah. itself and your presentation as opposed to trying mm -hmm. to handle every aspect yeah, for sure. of this monster that is the music industry. <laughs> All right. So now that you've been working on this sound, now that Love's Dead is going to be coming out, what is this new sound, this new energy that you're trying to capture? So, uh... It's kind of funny the way this sound came to be was I was uh, because I had no I, I had taken vocal lessons for a year um, after a certain point like last year so from from like 20 from 2019 to like 2020 uh, like August I, I took vocal lessons and so like I learned I kind of learned how like some some useful techniques that maybe changed the way uh, I started singing but mainly what what really did it was uh my vocal coach would always just tell me like you know like one day like your voice is just gonna like do what you want it to do like he's like it's it's literally like that he goes you practice every day you do you know and then one day you, you just you figure out your voice and i'm like okay cool so i uh, basically i was working on this song um we we i uh, finished a song called get to know me and like i sang really soft and then we did this other song called bad dream where I also sang soft and my manager would keep being like, yo, can you like yell? And I'm like, I don't know. I've never tried. Right. So then this other song uh, called Deja Vu was probably like the first one where I kind of like projected my voice more and kind of just like 
push this sound and it was kind of like the way i can describe it, it's kind of like a punk pop like it's it almost reminds me of like early 2000s like punk pop a little bit a lot of people it, like it's funny people are always like you remind me of like blink 182 and owl city which is hilarious because i actually never I, I never listened to uh blink like i've i've listened to them now and like i'm like man this is this is awesome but i never listened to them growing up like that was like maybe i heard like their biggest songs like on the radio or whatever right because they were the biggest songs but i never like I, I wasn't listening to them on the everyday like on an everyday basis you know like it wasn't like i didn't really have a huge music taste when i was young it was mostly just like my whatever my parents put on the radio right so but yeah that's the best way for me to describe the sound it's like a very punk pop kind of direction that i'm taking i think all right i actually come from the uh pop punk world oh, really? and have toured in some pop punk bands oh, so awesome. i can definitely say that uh what I've heard of Love's Dead definitely fits that yeah. vibe for sure. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, I just find that I find that like hilarious. It's like I never listened to I was never a punk pop guy. It's like but then all of a sudden, like once I was always like a 2000s pop guy, like, you know, like Justin Timberlake and stuff like I thought that stuff was awesome. And so like I, I once I started like you projecting my voice more, it kind of gave me like those vibes. Like I was taking like 2000s pop and mixing it with like punk pop and it was like you know which which still is punk pop but it there's elements of like that early 2000s aspect in there i think still just from from my childhood and hearing those songs it's definitely something that's uh starting to make a little bit more of a comeback for yeah, sure it's for sure. been building up for the last few years and then with mm -hmm. blink releasing a new album and going on tour mgk releasing yeah. his new album which basically like took the game to a whole new level yeah, for the genre and, so and that's another thing too like everybody that's you know because we sent these songs out to a lot of people already and people will be like oh like he sounds like machine gun kelly and i'm like it's i wasn't trying to do that it was like i remember when like i i like machine gun kelly i listened to that whole album i think it's great um but i was never trying to do that it was like i i remember when that that album dropped uh tickets to my downfall when that dropped my friends were like, yo, you kind of sound like this guy. And I'm like, what? And I listened to the whole album and I'm like, oh man, people, people are going to think I'm copying him now. <laughs> I was like, you know what, whatever. Like I, I'm not at the end of the day, like I, I love his music and I like my music. So I'm sure like, you know, if, if, if punk pop is doing well right now, people, people are going to like what I'm putting out too, I think. So I'm happy. I'm happy for him and I'm happy that that album's doing as well as it is. Absolutely, for sure. It's a whole, no, no, I wrote half this before I even heard it. <laughs> <laughs> it. It really was. Like the whole album, like pretty much everything I wrote was before I heard that, anything. I hadn't heard, I, hadn't, I didn't even know he was taking that direction. I always, like, you know, like I knew he was doing rap, but yeah, it was, it's funny. Awesome, awesome. All right, so let's dive a little bit further into this new single, Love's Dead, then. So... Where was this born out of? Is this personal experience or are you just sort of write for a vibe? Yeah, so uh, I've been uh, saying this a lot lately, but it's it's kind of funny. Like when I write songs, like I'm very um, I'm very creative for sure. But then I'm also I'm also like straight to work. Right. Like so like that morning in August, like I we were supposed to. Well, I mean, I guess there was nothing I had to be doing, but my manager wanted me to work on this other song that was like nearly done and he he loved it and we're still going to do it. But I was supposed to do that song that morning and then I kind of like dove into it a little bit. Couldn't really think of what I wanted to do. Ended up figuring out later, but that's besides the point. I, I started Love's Dead instead. I was like, OK, 
I just want to start a fresh project, right? It's about like probably like 10 a.m. in the morning in August. And so I worked from like 10 a.m. to 10 p.m., like a 12 hour session writing this song. And there was like no no specific story because I, I like to write very relatable songs. Like I don't I don't want people like me to like go into detail and say some lines that like nobody's going to relate to. So I just like take this idea. And in the case of Love's Dead, it was I, I'd written that pre-course uh, first. And I just kind of like I was like, that's the song like Love's Dead, you know, like get that inside your head. Like that's that's like the the song. So I just kind of immediately wrote everything related to that and like back and forth from my booth to the production, like just making this demo and the song was done by like 10 PM. Like it was like 12 hours. I was, I was like, I was so tired. I was like, I gotta eat food. Like I gotta, I gotta like get my self like that. Like, you know, I don't know how to explain it, but like anybody that's an artist knows when, when you do like a long session like that, like you come out of it, like, Oh yeah, I forgot what life was for a second. I gotta, I gotta like eat. I gotta like work out. Like, I gotta, gotta do my, my stuff, you know, but yeah, basically I'd sent the song to my manager and producer and he was like, yeah, but like, what about the other song? <laughs> like the other one we were going to do. Right. And I was like, are you serious? Like, dude, I'm so proud of this song. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, no, it's really sick. But like the other one was sick. And then a day later, like just a day after that, I get like a text from him. I'm like, yo, this song's really good. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I see what you're doing. Like, I really like this. And then we ended up obviously completing it and making it a real song. And that's kind of how it came to be. There was no, no really crazy story. Luckily, like, I mean, I, I mean, I guess that's a good thing that, that no, uh, no, no girl broke my heart enough to write love's dead, but you know, it, it was, I don't, I don't think that really matters. I just care about how people put their personal experiences with the song, like how, how somebody's going to hear this song and, you know, maybe maybe they didn't have some heartbreak thing happen to them either but they they just they'll relate in some way to it you know like whatever they're thinking and i think that's awesome that's what i i truly love about songwriting right now i'm not sober but i mean it when i say i'm over you and i don't need your closure but I know what you'll say cause you always do, yeah Lately it's obnoxious All the things you say are toxic You are my focus but you lost it I've been saying this so damn often But love's dead Get that shit inside your head I pretend I know who the fuck I am Not again I won't go through this again Not today Talking to be fair, it's probably half to blame on me. I never listen, we need distance. Honestly, I feel relieved. How pretentious you don't mention all the worst in you I've seen. And I'm starting to believe. Believe Love's dead. Get that shit inside your head. I pretend I know who the fuck I am. Not again. I won't go through this again. Not today. Not like you can.
Absolutely. Is it's uh, as songwriters, we can always have an intention to something, but yeah. as listeners as well, it's everybody For has sure. their own interpretation, and a certain line can hit you a certain way, and that can mm-hmm. change the entire meaning of a song for someone just because this line can connect you to a memory or a thought or just somebody that you used to know, right? Yeah, exactly. And and that's what I think is so cool. It's like one one word can just make a song so different. And that's like that's what I love about songwriting, just taking the time. It's like sometimes I will go as far to like spend 20 minutes whether I use like like a word that's just one pronunciation different or something, but it's just like I'm like it changes what I'm talking about here, you know? Like like if, for example, like if I was going to use the word like me or it or something, right? Like maybe I'll go back between those two words for like 20 minutes. Like, okay, what, what's going to sound better? What's going to like, like touch somebody more? Like, do I want to be specific? Do I want to be broader? And that's kind of how, how I approach songwriting. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So looking at your social media, there's been a few teaser videos that we've seen where it's, um, Sort of like a VHS style videos. Is that a music video that we're hinting towards? Yeah. So we um we plan to shoot this uh, video for. Well, it actually started off. We were going to shoot just like some assets. Just like we we didn't know we were going to do a music video. We kind of just went out there to shoot like these these video assets that we would promote the song with. And uh, we have this awesome camera crew, and they brought a VH like a real VHS camera which sounds funny to say they're not that old, but like, you know, like he, he, he had one of those big like VHS cameras and I, you know, I'd always been in love with that aesthetic. Um, especially like growing up in, in the, you know, the early 2000s, we had like those really bad cameras that kind of just like, I didn't quite have a VHS one, but it was like, it still looks kind of like that. And I thought that that was always something cool that I liked doing. So we were shooting on like three different cameras, just some, uh, various video assets. And then we ended up exporting the whole VHS take. Like it was just, it was on the whole time from start to finish of the shoot. And we were uh, standing in the kitchen, just playing this, uh, playing the song over, just rewatching the footage. And I'm like, this is like a music video. Like, this is like so fun for me to watch. And we didn't have like quite enough footage to kind of like make like a, it's, it's not like a, a, it's more like a visual representation, I guess, of the song but it's it's a music video yeah like it's like from from start to finish it has like a whole whole theme kind of thing right so that was super cool and and it it kind of came together just very effortlessly like we we didn't have to uh you know put in a whole bunch of work it was just like oh it worked out like this was something that was totally cool and we, you know it we we ended up putting a lot of work in obviously making it look good afterwards but the actual shooting itself like it was all like improvised like we did this in a day like i i bought this I bought this bouquet of roses and we, we burnt it like, like in the, in the video. And it was, it came out so cool. 
And I was like, okay, yeah, like this is the music video. <laughs> That's awesome. Just naturally came together while you yeah, were exactly. doing other things. That's just kind of fun. Nice. Nice. Glad to hear. So you mentioned that Love's Dead is the first step into a new project. So what can you tell us about this new project? So basically, like, <laughs> so for a year, um, literally about this time last year, when uh, my manager, Marcus Delray, when he like offered to manage me, uh, he was like, okay, like put together your best songs. Like we're going to do a project because that was the goal, right? So I sent him all the songs that I thought were cool and they, they kind of sucked, but <laughs> I sent them to him at the time. And, you know, like he, we kind of like, we're, we're just trying, uh, trying to keep making songs. And like, I kept putting, like not putting anything out, but just finishing these demos. And then like, it wasn't until like the summer where like, he was like, okay, yo, you, you're getting better. Like you found, you found your voice, which is what I was talking about earlier. So I, uh, I was like, okay, now that I know that, like I started making a lot of songs and it was like, we, <laughs> we literally have this folder in the Dropbox called it's just called album EP untitled, right? And like brackets, because we don't have a name for even the album yet. And it's got like 50 songs in it of just like <laughs> songs I made for a year straight, just nonstop. And so that's why like people are like, oh, like, you know, when's this album coming out? And I was like, honestly, I, I don't know. Like it, it's going, the plan is mainly uh, to kind of just put together all the best songs from, from this like year and just create an album out of it of just just good songs like i don't want to i don't really i uh, care so much at this moment in time to do like uh the whole like intro ending of an album i absolutely love that concept but i think i'm just gonna wait until like the next project maybe to do that so for now it's just gonna be a collection of super cool songs that like we worked hard on and just i i, I think that's the better move for me right now anyway because it, it allows me to like individualize the songs more and not kind of group them up and and maybe lose some potential on on some songs that would have otherwise done really well on their own so yeah and even then there still allows within music the room to have a cohesive energy between yeah, oh, sure. those standalone tracks Absolutely. and then that's what it's kind of like it's all the same sound right so it, it is going to sound very similar but i just meant it's not going to have like probably the i don't know yet we, we maybe we will have the transitions and stuff but uh it's it's hard to say like it's just right now we're just playing it by ear putting these songs out and just seeing seeing where they go and what works so awesome all right all right well i'm uh very excited to hear what the rest of this new adventure this new sound brings to you matthew before i ask my last question though where can the ambush, the listeners of the podcast, find out more about Matthew Zeitler? Yeah, Instagram, um, just at Matthew Zeitler, uh, Z E I T L E R, because I've been people have been spelling or pronouncing my name wrong probably since I was a kid. Everybody, everybody always says Zeitler, um, but yeah, my Instagram, Matthew Zeitler. That's where my whole goal with that is just like it's it's just music stuff and then like stories and stuff is just me like instagram lives is just me like just doing day-to-day -day stuff like like i don't need to pretend i'm some like you know like fake person that i'm not so it's 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 you know it's whatever i'm doing is what's on my instagram i'm not gonna like pretend i'm somebody i'm not and, and i think that's the best place to kind of like learn about me and i'm i'm definitely really active on 
as far as responding to people. Like I, I love talking to fans and I, I actually respond very quick. Um, assuming I like I have time, but yeah, I, I absolutely love talking to people on Instagram. So like, don't be afraid, feel free to like message me anytime on Instagram and I'll, I'll answer. As long as he's not in a 12 hour songwriting session where he's <laughs> yeah, also abstaining sure. from food, water and everything yeah, else. For sure. That's, that's the, that's the <laughs> life. <laughs> uh, being an artist, right? It happens. Yeah. <laughs> Your sleep schedule just moves all over the place. Like it's like, there were some points like in the summer I was really good at. I was like waking up at 8 a.m. And then it's just like some days it's like 12 a.m. And you're writing a song and you're like, this is so good. I don't want to sleep. So it's like 6 a.m. when you go to bed and then you're like, well, I just ruined my sleep schedule. But, you know, whatever. Worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always worth so it. Dope. If a song comes out, if a finished song is the end result, it's worth it. That's the way I look at it. Like how, whatever I put into those vocal like recordings is like what's there. That's what's going to stay. So I'll, I'll just, I don't want to get away from that. If I'm, if I'm doing great vocal takes that day and I'm, I'm just, I've got this creative flow. Like I don't want to walk away from that. I got to finish it. So that's how I kind of work. Absolutely. Absolutely. As you should, right? Once, it, once you got the groove going, might as well keep it rolling. Yeah. Might as well keep it rolling for sure. All right. Uh, just want to admit, I am one of those people that spelt your name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm I, I'm not surprised. Like literally, my whole my whole life, like it it yeah, it, it doesn't matter. I, I I like the last name honestly. It's super cool. So it's why it's why I go by Colton G because if I used my actual last name, <laughs> everybody would get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just one of those things. All right, all right. So last question, Matthew. So over this last six years, over the last even just two years of finding and actually honing in that actual sound, we've talked about the musical progression. But now what I want to know is how has this journey, how has crafting these songs, releasing pieces of yourself out into the world, how has it helped you grow or what has it helped you learn about yourself? I, honestly, it's it's changed my life a hundred percent. Um, I used to like I think, I mean, I mean, it's funny because like I'm only twenty two, right? So when like I'm I'm aware that I'm still a kid, especially because most of the people that I work with, um, are at least like twenty five or like whatever, and and you know from even twenty two to twenty five, that's three more years. Like every every year, you learn so much. Every month, you learn so much. So, uh, the way I can look at it though is like when I was out of high school, I was very um. I was never really like a shy person but i was I was kind of um i guess like i took things very seriously i took myself very seriously to the point where um it was maybe a little bit too much and i think like as i started to just write songs and like put stuff out there you know like at first you're like should i say this is that weird like and then you're like who cares right like so it kind of just taught me more about just um trying to be more like myself and just like not worry about what other people think and kind of just put put myself out there and and just express myself and and that's kind of like how it developed me as a person i was i'm more um i still take myself seriously like i take my work seriously but but i'm not like you know so uh i guess like absorbed in in that thought process of just like you know oh maybe i shouldn't say this maybe i shouldn't like i just do it right like i make a song like if i make a song and like you know, maybe I'm going to mess up along the way who isn't. Right. So it kind of just, um, it like matured me a lot. I think like, I, I, I feel like 
if I never wrote music, I w- would have been a completely different person. So yeah, I think, I think that's the best way to describe it. It's just, I don't know if that came out right, but yeah, it just, it just, uh, it just matured me literally as a person. I just, I, I feel like I, I'm still learning a ton, but I know that this is what I want to do. And, and that kind of changed the way I wake up every morning now. It's like, everything I do has to get me closer to what I want now, instead of just, like, there's, you know, I, I, I know exactly what I want. So that's the main thing for sure. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And like I said earlier, I can't wait to see what this new direction and knowing you, what you want, finding your sound, where it takes you from here. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm super happy to have been on here too. This was, this was a ton of fun. I dreamt I was famous, everything I made it You stood by the piercing, I wish I could have seen it Playing songs we got lost in, I still hear you singing Age 18 thought I knew it, on our first date thought I blew it Flashbacks to late nights and sunsets I lost my mind and honestly you got me icing We were all we need I think back to when I kissed you by the street lights Told you I was leaving in the night Oh, I hate goodbyes, but I don't wanna see you cry But I don't wanna see you out of way emotions When it's killing you inside, man This ain't much for love, but I see us for us, man We got something more than letting go I hate goodbyes, Oh, I hate goodbyes Oh, I hate goodbyes Oh, I hate goodbyes I dreamt we got married We bought our first house and You'd always be dancing Inside of our kitchen Just a dream I got lost in Always thought we'd make it I'm pretty sure we can all agree that we hate goodbyes. 
but you don't have to say goodbye to Madsy yet, no. You can head on over to your favorite music streaming service right now. You find I Hate Goodbyes, Love's Dead, and the rest of Matt Z's catalog right now. And when you're over there jamming out, you might as well hit follow because you know that Matt Z has more amazing music coming your way very, very soon here in 2021. And I want to go ahead and thank Matt for taking the time to take us behind Love's Dead and some of that upcoming music. I want to thank the incredible Mackenzie from Strut Entertainment from going ahead and setting this conversation up. And last but not least, I want to thank you, the Ambush, for tuning in like you love to do, for supporting the show. And if you have yet to join up with the Am yet, well, it is super duper easy. All you have to do is find that follow or subscribe button on the app or service that you're listening to right now. Go ahead and click it. <gasps> you just joined the ambush congratulations i'm so excited that you decided to join if you want to help this show grow even more you can give us a five star review on apple Podcasts or stitcher radio you can share this episode with matt z or anyone who you think would like the dtp and you can also head on over to deserttigermerch.com to copy yourself something to represent the show everywhere that you go. Yes. Oh, it's that easy. So many incredible ways to support the DTP, and we love you for any one that you choose to do. All right. Am Bush. So, this upcoming February the 23rd on the Desert Tiger podcast. The Colton G is joined by rising country singer-songwriter Lainey Wilson as we go behind her new album, Saying What I'm Thinking, which dropped today. And we're going to take you behind the music of it next Tuesday. So until then, I want you to find the thing that makes your heart sing or scream to its glory. Find your roar. Craft your roar. Grow your roar. And once your roar is finally ready to let out into the world, let it out across that canyon, across that water front let the world know just how wondrous how powerful and how beautiful you and your roar are capable of being because you are all three of those things and so much more all right am until next tuesday with laney wilson bye-bye